You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Isaac Watson, um, and you're tuning into another episode with us here at Church Talk with Isaac. I said us, right? Us. Reason why I said us is because once again, I am here and I have a special guest, uh, my wife, Brittany oh, yeah. Watson. I'm back. Look at he you. loved it. He loved me. He wants me here to stay. So we had such a good response last time to uh, on our episode uh, entitled uh, Safe, Single, and Ready to Mingle Part 2 that we decided to come on and uh, do some more talk about relationships, some more talk about marriage, some more talk about singlehood. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, we again, we got a lot of good feedback. So what I want to do is just take some time and just... Thank all of our viewers, thank all of our listeners for tuning in, for checking us out here uh, on our podcast, supporting us, subscribing uh, to my podcast, and, and, and all of the reviews that have been written. I always appreciate it, and I always want to demonstrate my appreciation uh, for you all. Today, we have something special, uh, a, a, a conversation that I think really needs to be had uh, regarding relationships, because quite frankly... Whether or not people realize it or not, uh, many people don't know how to do this. Many people don't know how to do relationships the right way, do relationships God's way. And again, this is Church Talk with Isaac. So there's no topics or conversations that are um, that are off limits. We want to make sure that we cover uh, multiple uh, um, you know, topics that can be a blessing, that can be a benefit to the church at large. Today, we're entitling this podcast episode... Will you wedding me? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Will you wedding me? Now, what we did with this title is we replaced the word Mary with the word wedding. Uh, typically, in a traditional sense, uh, the man would ask the wife or the man would ask the woman, Will you marry me? Um, but what Brittany and I have learned over time is that oftentimes what 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 both people are really looking towards is not a, a marriage but the wedding. So really, when especially in in the traditional sense, and I'm gonna let my wife speak on it, but traditionally in uh, on the on the female perspective, uh, it's not so much will you marry me as it is will you wedding me. What do you think about that, babe? Yeah, I feel like especially for women, uh, we were kind of even raising a culture or an environment that always pretty much talked about the wedding day. So you got all these prince princess movies and you have all these different things starting from like the age of five that pretty much talks about um, the glamorous or the beautiful things that takes place on a wedding day. And I think that that pretty, it, it really does us no justice and it pretty much sets up for failure pretty much because you already set your mind around a day as opposed to thinking about okay I actually have to do life with somebody um so I think that um society has really has really um jacked us up kind of you know because that's all we think about you know a lot of women that's kind of what's instilled in you from jump street and then you have social media now that we're in this new age this new technology um generation um where you get so many likes for beautiful things. And so people are looking forward to posting their pictures or looking forward to showing, oh, this is what my wedding party did, or this is what we did different from what other people did, like this competitive thing. And so I really feel like it is 
um, really done us no justice uh, from starting from young ages to even social media to the social media era. Um, it kind of created an image that it's all glitz and glam. And so it, it leaves us to not really prepare for the life component of actually being married. So, yeah. What do you think, babe? I think that that is something that's very true. And, uh, I, you know, you really see that emphasis, like you said, in, in media, you really see that emphasis on the uh, on the woman, on the female. I was talking uh, to, to Brittany the other day. And uh, one of the things that I was saying is that even when you look at Disney, period, most Disney uh, pictures, cartoons revolve around a princess. Yeah, for sure. They revolve around uh, the woman like most of the men didn't even have real names. If you, look, you think about Prince Charming, uh, <laughs> the Beast, you know, uh, Cinderella, you know, like you don't you don't really even have a real name for the majority of the princes uh, in these Disney films. And it just shows um, how how it kind of conditions women. Uh, or girls, in a sense, who, of course, grows into women, conditions them to think about relationships or marriage a particular way. So um, what I kind of want to ask uh, is what are some things if we feel like if we feel like, uh, you know, people, both male and female, are not properly uh, looking at marriage the right way they're looking towards the wedding they're looking towards this picketed fence this this dog this you know this life where there's no issues what are some things that can actually be done to prepare you for marriage um, while you're unmarried while you're in the process whether you're dating or courting or uh, whether you're just you know spending time as we talked about the last podcast just spending time um, getting to know you what are some things that you can intentionally do in order to prepare for marriage well i personally feel like and this is just i always speak from my personal experience but i personally feel like the number one thing that for me helped me prepare now i did talk about in the old in the podcast that we just did um, that I did none of these things in the hopes to find somebody, but I did these things just in the hopes to be my best self and be who God had created me to be. Um, but I think that the number one thing that we have to actually develop is our relationship with God. Um, because I feel like now we okay, I feel like we always try to do spiritual things aside from the source of it. And marriage is a spiritual thing. So it's not necessarily to make you happy or bring you happy happiness or to fill any type of voids, but it's actually to represent Christ in the church. And so in order for us to even represent Christ in the church, you know, we have to have a relationship with the source. We have to have a relationship with God. So I think one of the main thing is to, to to really just um chase the creator really just um start to develop your relationship with God if that looks like I'm not and I'm not talking about just going to church because we do a really good job at that like I feel like I think it's a study that proves that women pretty much dominates the church as far as attendance. So I'm not necessarily referring to church attendance, but really just getting in tune with God, um, developing a relationship with God, seeing and he, uh, trying to see how God talks to you. Um, just spending time with God, whether it be reading books or studying the word of God or attending different conferences or church events. So just to become um, in tune with God and be in tune um, with God, what, what what God wants to do with and through you. I think that's vital, especially uh, specifically for me, because I think it's crazy how we want to be married and we want to 
technically i know most of us don't even know that's the intent behind marriage but we technically want to represent christ in the church but we don't even know what that looks like and so for me developing a relationship with god shows us what that looks like so that when i do get into a relationship or once i do get into a marriage i can fully execute my role as a wife or you can fully execute your role as a husband because now i have a relationship with jesus and now i know what it looks like to represent him because I've spent time with him. So now his attributes, his characteristics are now mine. So are you saying, are you saying that it's important for you to become one with Christ yeah. before you become one with someone else? Absolutely. I agree. I agree both. It's just not on the, on, on the woman perspective, but for the man perspective as well. I agree. I believe that it's important that you become one because we're talking about, you know, Christian, you know, Christian courting, Christian marriage. I believe it's important that you become one with Christ before trying to become one um, with somebody else. Because, you know, I think one of the things that's often overlooked people, you know, women looking to get chose, uh, men looking to do the choosing. Choosing season. But the fact of the matter is that um, there's a scripture and it's always used. Uh, as it relates to marriage and it's he who finds a wife finds a good thing come on somebody and obtains favor from the lord and uh that's true i believe that i believe that he who finds a wife finds a good thing but the thing is this the scripture doesn't say he who finds a girlfriend he who finds a baby mama All right you know he who it says he who finds a wife finds a good thing so what does that mean that means that that means that the person that you look to marry should already have wife qualities. That's good. Before you look to wet them. And and the fact of the matter is that even with the man, the man should already have husband qualities before you're looking to become married. And the reason why it's important that you be joined with Christ before you you try to join yourself with someone else, because when you join yourself with Christ, what that actually does for you is it shows you what it looks like to live like a dead man or to live like a dead woman. That's so good. It teaches you what it looks like because to live is Christ and to die is gain. So so to be yoked with Christ and to be one with Christ before trying to bring someone else into your relationship, you are already practicing selflessness. And if if anyone wants a marriage to work, one of the things that you have to begin to master is what it looks like to lay your life down for someone else. Christ demonstrated that for us so beautifully on the cross. Um, you know, nobody made him die. He he didn't. No one killed him. He says he says no man takes my life. I lay my life down. And I think that that's a that's a that's the perfect of what it looks like to be one with someone where you're just not giving them 50% and they give you 50% but it's literally two dead people coming together and 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 living by the power of the resurrected one who resurrects you into one new life so i think that it's just a beautiful picture of what of of uh, of uh, of um of what god has designed for marriage uh and uh, it's displayed through our relationship with Jesus Christ. So what do you so so I want you to be clear because you talked about how God talks about, you know, he that finds a wife. So how can a woman or how can a man demonstrate well, specifically a woman since we're talking about a wife, how can a wife um 
how can a man know that a wife has these qualities or or how can a wife how can a woman um pretty much reveal that she has these qualities without doing too much because we love the whole oh you know we got to try out the boat type of situation or you know you see a lot of women now they're cooking dinners from this man and they're doing all these wife things so what would be the balance or what are the boundaries that will come um with something like this so i believe first and foremost that before you try to court someone you should be friends I think that a lot of the qualities will come out um, just in you simply being friends. I think one of the dangers of having a, uh, a, 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 a carnal mentality regarding courting, dating, marriage, uh, weddings, all these types of things. I think one of the, the dangerous things you can do is make someone a wife before you actually make them a wife. Oh, so good. Likewise, you can make somebody a husband before you actually make them a husband. And, you know, they get in the milk for free. So why do why should they have to buy the cow? I almost moved, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't. Please don't. move. But, you know, so, you know, you you know, you're doing everything. You know, you're you're you know, you're living together. You're you know, you're cooking for one another. You're doing a lot of things cleaning each other house you know like it's just a bunch of stuff That's that you doing do too much just a bunch of stuff now of course this is our perspective but just a bunch of things that are done that 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 quite simply uh should be preserved for marriage so i think that there are boundaries that needs to be set in place because i think that when you look into a marriage there should be things that you look that you should be able to look forward to so in order to set those boundaries in place i think that some of the things that you need to do is develop a friendship first before any physicality get uh, you know, get brought into the picture or anything like that. You need to develop friendship. Another thing that I think is key, and uh, and I actually learned this from um, from uh, from the person who helped us in our journey, uh, is to actually see how they interact around their family. I think that people are their truest self when they're around their family. So when it gets to a point to where you're being invited or in, in, you know, to family gatherings and things like that, um, I would recommend to pay close attention because people are never who they say they are when you first meet them. So you just thought I was just a ratchet mess because <laughs> when I get around my family, it's a, it's a whole different um, bargain. But I think that's really important. And I think that on the friendship level, you can see so many things if you're really paying attention to it. You can see how they act under pressure. I feel like it was a time where an incident happened with my family and you were actually there. You remember? And you see me completely freak out and lose it. Um, and I think you made a comment. You remember that day? You made a comment um, like I never seen like this before. Um but I think friendship reveals so many things. And I think it's really important to see them under pressure because the same the same reactions that they have under pressure as on a friendship level. And I'm not talking about as far as disputes between you two, but I mean disputes regarding whatever, because on friends, you're probably going to share a lot of different things and share different conversations and different. You just have a lot of different interactions that I really feel like will reveal so much. You see how they deal with anger. Um, Absolutely. Cause I think I had like a look. No, I know I had like a, a an anger issue. God, God, God helped you. A he did. I think I think marriage kind of helped you with that. Too. Yeah, whatever. But <laughs> um, but I think you were able to see a lot of those things before um 
on a friendship level because we would get into it all the time i don't even know how we're married now <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, no, but, but but seriously I, I think as far as that is concerned because you did have a, a really bad temper but i do think that marriage helps you with that because you know one of the things that marriage does is it puts a mirror in front of you and yeah. it makes you deal with you. you yeah for sure and i think that another thing um since we're talking about like things to prepare for marriage um I think that it's important for us to deal with ourselves because what we think is that once we get married, all these issues with ourselves are going to go away, baby. Marriage is going to magnify that stuff so much that you thought that you don't have to deal with certain things, whatever it be, whether it be anger, whether it be you just nasty naturally whether it be you know you got insecurities whatever (laughs) whatever the case may be when you get with somebody it's just gonna magnify those things so let me just demystify that uh that that perspective yeah that you think that you never have to really deal with the things um the the bad parts of you because when you get into a relationship and when you get into marriage that's going to expose the crap out of all your dysfunctions. And if we never deal with it before we even enter the friendship portion of things, your marriage is going to be kind of jacked up, especially if you don't have the heart to correct these things. Or if you're too prideful, I think pride is a big, big thing, but especially if you're too prideful to even face these things before you invite somebody into your world. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many different things that we can talk about regarding this. Uh, and I think that uh, some of you, you know, we, we, we will be looking out this week because what we'll probably do is put out um, another episode, a bonus episode. So we can just kind of elaborate on some of these things. And we're going to talk about what happens after you become married um, and uh, some of the things that you have to deal with and things that you may deal with that you didn't deal with that you probably should have dealt with before you got married. So we're going to we're going to we're going to do that. So listen, um we would love to hear some of your feedback. We would love to hear uh from you. Do me a favor, send me an email. Go to my website isaacwattsonministries.com and uh send me a message. Let us know some of the things that you want to hear even regarding this. And let me tell you, there's no topics that are off limits. I will try to help you. My wife and I, she's going to come on as long as we yeah, need her to. Yeah, so I need you guys to give a lot of feedback because I want to take over at Church Talk with Isaac. That, yeah. <laughs> We're going we to get her own podcast going. He's not going to take over. He's not going to let me come back if y'all don't say good things. So say, say some good things. Um, this is a topic, uh, relationships in general. I think you talked about it before. It's something that we're extremely passionate about. Do we feel like we have all the answers? Absolutely nope. not. But I feel like our job is to give you what we have. Um, this is This is ministry. Um, to, to try to help people prevent the same issues that you did, even even if we don't know you, you know. So we just give you our perspective. We give you what worked for us, and hopefully some of the things will work for you, or maybe you have to tweak some of the stuff, you know, according to your lifestyle and do whatever with it. But this is our role. We're not a know-it-all uh, marriage uh, you know, experts or whatever the case may be. But we do know that we have a healthy marriage. We do know that there are certain things that God had us do and go through um, to get to that place. And so that's just that's just our heart to help. So, yes, like you said, we even trying to figure it out right now. We got our baby. We, we doing this <laughs> podcast and Eden is in the background grunting and we try <laughs> we trying to multitask. Balance. <laughs> I'm over here sweating. I'm <laughs> trying to be a mom right now. <laughs> but listen, uh, we thank y'all so much for tuning in to Church Talk with Isaac. Again, let us know your feedback. 
we also uh, appreciate leave a review if you're viewing from apple um spotify you know spotify whatever it may be or even my church talk with isaac facebook group go on there communicate with us leave a review let us know how the podcast has been helping you share it let someone hear this that you know may need to hear it and uh, we'll talk to you all soon y'all have a blessed day y'all have a blessed week thank you for listening to church talk with isaac If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.